1: Welcome in everybody to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia, and it's Monday morning. It's time to get back to the grind that is the waiver wire. It never stops. You know why? Because it's the NFL and new opportunities, or should I say injuries, constantly show themselves as new chances for other players to all of a sudden become more fantasy relevant. And it never ends. It's like spinning that wheel on... uh, on, of course, The uh, Price is Right, where it just goes beep, 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 over and over and over again, and we'll see who we land on today. Pat Fitzmaurice, my patty cakes, as always, is here. And D-Bro, Derek Brown, the king of bros, the fantasy bro, are going to help us break down the names. But before we do, we're going to give away free stuff, because that's all we do here on the show. Well, we give away advice, too. But we're also giving away free stuff. We had that amazing Jonathan Taylor jersey, who, by the way, is now out for three to five weeks, not two to three. Oh, great. Uh, but... I digress. So, Jonathan Taylor doesn't need his jersey. So, we're giving it away courtesy of bettingpros.com to Ray Toshi. Ray Toshi, get in touch with us. Congratulations. You're the big winner. Hit us up, mailbag at fantasypros.com with your mailing address, proof of your subscription to the Fantasy Pros YouTube channel, and we'll get in touch with you right, again, right away. Again, that's Ray Toshi. You are the big winner. Congratulations, which means, gentlemen, it's time to give away something new. How about this bad boy, fresh off a three touchdown performance? DK Metcalf? Seattle Seahawks, courtesy of pristineauction.com. Look at that bad boy. That's a good one. It's the premier autograph sports memorabilia auction house. It's fantastic. So how do you win this DK jersey? You subscribe to the YouTube channel. You drop a comment below right now. That's it. That's all you got to do. So go do those things. And uh, of course, make sure you ring the bell to let goes dings. You know, every time a piece of content drops here on the channel, if you are the big winner of the DK Metcalf jersey, gentlemen, uh, can't stop here. Uh, pristineauction.com, by the way. There's a link in the description. You get $10 off your first order when you sign up at Fantasy Pros. So go do that. Even if you don't win the jersey, holiday season's here. They got amazing stuff. I've got stuff from Pristine Auction. I know Pat does. D-Bro got me my my birthday present from there, my Zay Flowers jersey. So again, go to pristineauction.com. There's a description right below in the uh, YouTube chat. Uh, use that code FANTASYPROS. You get 10 bucks off. Gentlemen, uh, another weird week of, uh, of football, I would say that. Uh, more injuries. Uh, Pat, of all the injuries that you saw yesterday, what was the most fantasy depressing for you?
2: Oh, I mean, I like, I don't even Ooh. have him on uh, many teams. I think one team, but Tank Dell, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Tank Dell was oh, so man. fun. And the, the way it would the way it went down i mean having him uh blocking this <laughs> th- that was the one reason Why? i didn't have He's tank dell on my fantasy team what is he doing there pat that, that's it like that was actually what discouraged <sighs> me from drafting tank dell that he was just so small and you've got him like blocking on a goal line carry i uh, i don't understand so uh, yeah that was that was the most depressing
1: Debro, is it depressing to be a Steelers fan? Like you have the Matt Canada firing, things are going well. And then Kenny Pickett gets hurt. Now he's going to have surgery. So he's done. Now you got Trubisky rest of season. It feels like the Steelers just can't
3: catch a break. Nope, they can't catch a break. It's been rough times. I mean, right when you think there's a little bit of hope, it gets snubbed out. But you wanna know who we even talked about? Plenty of hope? The Packers, baby. Yeah. Your Love looked woo, That's right. He looked great, baby. I mean, if you would have taken away the jerseys and stuff, who looked more
1: Mahomes? Love or actually Mahomes. Well, can I give Christian night? Watson oh. to Patrick Mahomes? Can I do that? Because I'd like to do that. That would be nice. If Christian Watson plays for the uh Kansas City Chiefs, that would be good. But you know, Pat to to Derek's point, very exciting times. Jordan Love. Eight touchdowns, no picks in the last three games. He looks like a different QB all of a sudden.
2: Man. Yeah, measuring success for the Packers in twenty twenty three, like it was always gonna be predicated on the affirmation that Jordan Love was their quarterback of the future. And uh honestly, I mean, I was a little skeptical going into the season, but now he has strung together Mm -hmm. enough good games where I think there's no question about it. So the season is a success in that regard. But now all of a sudden, the Packers are holding down the seventh seed in the playoffs and don't have another game against a team with a winning record. It's like Panthers, Giants, Buccaneers, Bears, Vikings. So like, they could do this and get into the playoffs now i would expect a quick exit once they get there but that would definitely be gravy on top of the uh you know the the confirmation that jordan love is their guy I going wish, forward. i
3: mean yeah as the giants showed us last year pat once you get in the door baby
1: anything can happen yeah, sure. you just got to get up in the club okay? that's right well watson the injury though unfortunately hopefully that's uh yeah. we'll yeah. see how serious that is but uh yeah crazy times in the nfl running backs Our waiver wire pickup of the week is from a team that didn't score one single solitary point. That's right. Let's get nuts. You want to get nuts? Let's do it. The waiver wire pickup of the week is Ezekiel Elliott running back of the, uh, not the Dallas Cowboys, running back of the New England Patriots nowadays, folks, 45% (laughs) rostered. I know it's weird, but you know what? Ramondre Stevenson's going to miss some time. Uh, More injuries to talk about and break down. And like (sighs) it or not, Zeke is running back depth, who is going to have a shot here at the number one job in this defunct terrible Patriots offense, but points are points, yards are yards, volume is king. So let's talk about Ezekiel Elliott. I know our expectations not might be necessarily high, D-Bro, but uh, Zeke has a clear path Mm -hmm. right now. He is rostered in um, less than half of leagues. So Zeke was our consensus pickup of the week. And it looks like we're not alone because he was the number one trending guy on Sleeper as well. So let's talk about Zeke and what these next few weeks might look like as we head into the playoffs.
3: I told you last night, I said, Oh dear lord, I feel like I'm gonna puke. We have to talk about Zeke as the pickup of the week. But without Mondre there, man, I mean, look, come on. We're gonna be ranking him as a low-end to uh, a low-end RB two every single week. As long as Mondre is out and we're looking at possible high ankle sprain, so looking at a multi-week yeah. absence here, it's not pretty. I'm not telling anybody that it will be pretty, but after Mondre's injury, Zeke played all, all, all the snaps except for three dude. So like we're talking about, he rolled up 21 touches, 92 total yards. You throw a touchdown on top of that. If the Patriots can get in, ever get into the red zone <laughs> and we're looking at a top 15 back, like run away from it. Hate it all we want to, but it's true, man. And the matchups stuff coming for Zeke, assuming this is a three week absence from Andre are pretty damn good, man. The Steelers. Okay. That's not a great run defense, but the chiefs, you can run on them. The Broncos, you know, you can run on them. So even if they just wanted to say, look, we're not going to throw the ball that much. We're going to give Zeke 25 carries a game. Cause why the hell not? Then he's, if he goes into the end zone in any of those contests, he's a top 15 back. And I
1: feel like I need a shower. after saying you that. Know, look, at half PPR. Uh, he was RB 15 this week. So far, obviously one game left to go. Seven car 17 carries. excuse me for 52 yards. He also had four receptions on five targets for 40 yards. Uh, Pat, look, it's, it's not a thrilling offense. You know, everybody knows that sarcasm aside, but if he can continue to get any sort of volume like this, you are looking at an r b two kind of guy I mean maybe even higher than a flex. Is that your vision of Zeke Two as we head getting closer and closer into the fantasy playoffs?
2: It is, and maybe even uh mid range r b two in some of these weeks um because really that he does have a pretty easy slate down the stretch Debro left out you know, for people who do get to the championship game Buffalo. In week seventeen, yep, another true. team that struggled mm. uh against the run and the inside run in particular. So we know we're not getting vintage Ezekiel Elliott, uh, you know, that's nostalgia week on the waiver wire. Uh, but that's okay. <laughs> like he's he's looked okay. <clears throat> he has done a reasonable imitation of uh vintage Zeke, I guess. Sort of a, a pale imitation, but a reasonable one. And we're chasing the twelve to twenty-five touches that he could get per week. Yes, the Patriots offense is terrible. So Zeke's touchdown outlook is diminished and the inability of the New England quarterbacks to pick up first downs is going to short circuit (laughs) some drives and and maybe threaten that volume at times. But still, I mean, there are some potentially uh, lucrative 20 touch weeks for Zeke to come here. Two in 10 Patriots get shut out at home.
1: In the Bill Belichick era. What a, what a crazy thing. Wow. There's a lot of things there. By the Chargers, by a Brandon <laughs> Staley team. Oh, my God. I'm literally pounding the table here as I talk. The only so team crazy. the
3: Chargers can't charge her versus is the Patriots. <laughs> no, that's, that's <laughs> it's worse. time
1: for a change. Uh, we are deep into the season, mm. though, gentlemen. And uh, we got to make every second count with DraftKings Sportsbook. You can make every second count on game day. Bet your favorite teams for a shot at winning big Box New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for just five on any matchup. And if you've been following us on Betting Pros, you've been crushing unders with Pat Fitzmaurice because... Pat's been all over these unders, and uh, I'm pretty sure that the New England Charger game also played to the under last time. <laughs> Just six points, no touchdowns, none. Crazy times in the wagering space, so take advantage of it in DraftKings and hang out with us at Betting Pros to get in all the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app right now and use that code FANTASYPROS. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for just 5 bucks on the NFL only on DraftKings
4: Sportsbook with the code FANTASYPROS. The crown is yours. Dot com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms.
1: Let's crown a few other running backs. Uh We have to take a crown off of Derrick Henry, who's going to be out for a little bit of time. Look mm-hmm. at that segue. So much a professional. Tajay Spears, who we've been talking about on the show for weeks as one of the main cuff guys. Pat, this has been your guy. You've been talking about him, talking about him. Well, now there's question whether or not we're going to get Derrick Henry ready to play next week. So 44 percent rostered Spears might be that guy. If you're looking for that playoff push now, if he is somehow still available in your waiver wire, how do you approach Taji Spears? How aggressive should you be?
2: Boy, that's the thing um, right now. I've tentatively got. uh guesstimating 15 to 20% as what I might be willing to bid with him. Derek Henry might miss zero games. I, I think mm-hmm. Tennessee plays on Monday night. Right, a little uh, extra time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so they've got a little extra time for him to cl- clear the protocol. I did get a he number miss- from
1: Dr. Chow on Friday about the protocols. He said it's 22% mm-hmm. that they clear within a week within the week of the time frame from Sunday to Sunday. Now, again, it's the extra day. It's the Monday. So we don't know about that. So that is just an interesting nugget there from the Dr. Chow podcast that we do every Friday. But continue. I just wanted to share that with you as you were discussing it.
2: So he could miss zero. He could miss one. He could miss two. We've seen guys miss multiple games with concussions. So if we knew for sure that King Henry was going to miss at least one game. I think Spears probably would be the unanimous top choice uh, as far as a waiver ad for this week. But even without knowing whether Henry is going to miss any time, I think you can make the case, at least, that Spears should be the top ad this week. He's looked explosive. Mm. He has run-catch versatility. He just needs the volume. And, uh, you know, he gets a, a pretty neutral matchup, I would say, against Miami this week. So, boy, I, like... Absolutely, if you have Derrick Henry on your roster, you're gonna be spending probably whatever is left in the tank at this point. And yeah, like he should uh, you should have know, done it
1: anyway. That's what we've been saying for right. weeks, right? I mean like been saying it.
2: You know, and if you wanna if if you want to uh, you know, surpass whoever it is who is the Derrick Henry investor who's gonna be aggressively bidding on Ty, Ty- J. Spears, I don't blame you. I, if you're mm. hurting a running back, he could be a really nice option for you in week 14 if henry is rolled out
1: okay so that is the if still we're dealing with which is why zeke was still ahead because there's no ifs there we know stevenson's going to miss some time so d bro that versatility that pat talked about with spears that's what's interesting because even if game script doesn't go their way Mm -hmm. against miami he could still be very involved in the passing game because that's his niche anyway in this offense when henry's been there so that being said what's your vision of spears this week and potentially going forward
3: I mean, we talked about this. We talked about this. We talked about this, guys. (laughs) And I told people all in the Discord, as I was answering questions all last week and AMAs and things, the Fantasy Pros Discord, if you're not in there, you should be. Because I was telling people, because I got multiple questions about, do I need to drop Tajay Spears? And I was like, don't do it. (laughs) <laughs> if anything happens to Henry, yeah. you're going to hate yourself for it. You've held on to him for this type of scenario for weeks and weeks and weeks. And now it's here, man. And the thing that I kept like gushing about Tajay Spears is it's not just the versatility. It's the fact that he is one of the most efficient runners in the freaking NFL. You could pull up every, any efficiency metric, pull up any efficiency metric for tackle breaking, anything. He's top five in damn near every single one of them. So We're talking about this. If Henry is out, he is a top 15 back. I haven't done ranks. Don't need to do ranks to tell you that because he's going to get all the work. After Henry left, he played 21 of 23 snaps. He rolled up 20 touches and 88 total yards. And I get that the Colts are a good matchup for running backs, but Tajay is explosive, man. Mm -hmm. And he's game script proof. He's going to play every single freaking snap. So Henry's out. He's a borderline RB1, and that's not crazy to say, because he's going to play 80% of the snaps or higher. And, I mean, even if Henry plays, you're still looking at a strong flex play, like just what we saw last week. He's been playing snaps. If the volume goes up, you're still going to have viability out of him if you're picking him up.
1: And the upside is smash total smash. Yeah, uh, certainly been the upside, so hopefully you listen and stash. You don't have to worry about this, but if you didn't, that's what the perspective looks like going forward on Spears. Uh, Looking forward to Roshan Johnson coming out of the bye, Debro. I think this is one. He's 32% rostered here, so he's available in almost 70% of leagues. That's a lot. He did lead the Mm -hmm. Chicago backfield. I know it wasn't a very thrilling game, but nonetheless, he did lead them uh, 10 carries, 35, had 5 receptions for 40 in that. Coming off the bye, is there a chance we see even more Roshan Johnson this coming week in week 14
3: it's possible man and so i i'm with pat on the bids for tajay spears actually i think it starts at 20 percent is where you're going to have to bid for spears i'm a little bit more hesitant on roshan now, now we've got on this podcast and i love roshan's talent that is not po- that 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 take that out of the equation because i love the talent i love the player what i'm a little bit more worried about is that a one game kind of one-off sample in the sense that the other thing we need to understand context is Khalil Herbert can't pass block. Mm-hmm. They played the Minnesota Vikings, who we knew going into that game, they were going to blitz at a top three rate. They've done it all year. And so if Chicago doesn't have like faith in Khalil Herbert's ability to pass protect, I, I know Roshan played 74% of the snaps. And what he did with the work, 15 touches, 75 total yards. If he got into the end zone, he would have been a top 15 back. But the other side of this is, will we be that surprised if... Next time we see the bears on the field, it's a three-way committee of Foreman comes back or Khalil Herbert leads the, the team in, in a uh, rushing attempts. I'm not going to be that surprised with that. So while I want to believe in the breakout, I also think that this could be a lot to do with the, the matchup, the blitz rate, things like that, and the other nuances of the game. So I, I'm in the kind of six to 10% range. Okay. Although I I understand going more aggressive, but I I think that there's
1: also a caveat that the bottom could fall out. All right, Pat, um, when you're looking at Roshan here going forward too, it feels like a guy that you should just be rostering at this point, like because of the what if scenarios, the ranges of outcomes. A lot of them are on the positive side when it comes to Johnson coming off the bye, the rookie, you know, being kind of measured throughout the season, the last performance, plus the guys ahead of him not having the greatest history of durability. All that being said, do you see Roshan as a guy who should be you know, on rosters at this point, this late in the season, regardless?
2: Most definitely. I understand why he might not be in 10 team leagues, short bench leagues. <laughs> but uh, in in most conventional 12 team leagues, yes, Roshan should be on someone's roster. And Debro makes a really good point about maybe the blitz pickup being the reason for the workload spike for Roshan Johnson uh, back in week 12. But he did actually look really good in that game. Like, I thought that was his best Mm -hmm. performance of the year. And even if that was, in fact, the case, like, I I think it would make sense for the Bears to give him sort of an audition for a bigger role in 2024 with their final games of the season. So, like, we could see that happen where just it, it makes more. They know what they have in Khalil Herbert, we pretty much know what uh, Deonta Foreman is at this point in his career. Um, but maybe the Bears want to get an idea of what it would look like with Roshan Johnson mm-hmm. as their lead back. It feels like everyone in Chicago is on audition right now with all those picks that they've gotten the first five.
1: Uh, let's mm-hmm. talk about Dearness Johnson. He is just 20 percent roster right now. Uh, coming off back to back weeks of RB 33, RB 37. He had seven carries in each. And he was a hot ad this week because of the ATN injury. Pat, um is Dearness Johnson somebody that people should be sliding through that waiver wire here with, you know, we, we know Travis Etienne is going to play tonight. That's all the news we've gotten. We know it's Monday morning as we talk about this, so it's hard to look into the future. But is this a guy that we left out of the handcuffs discussion that maybe we shouldn't have?
2: Yeah, because he was sort of a late mover as far as his vaulting, clear vaulting of Tank Bigsby for the number two spot Mm -hmm. on the the Jaguars depth chart. So I think he is a priority add really only for the Travis Etienne stakeholders. They need to get Dearness Johnson on the roster. And, uh, you know, like this is a dude who seems to play well whenever he gets the chance. And we saw it a couple of years ago with Cleveland where he – you know, was forced into action for them on a Thursday night against the Denver Broncos and went absolutely berserk. Like Dearness Johnson is a guy we keep wanting to overlook and then he pops up and has a, a terrific game. So, um, yeah, if, if you have Travis Etienne, you should probably have Dearness locked in just in case something happens to Etienne down the
4: stretch.
1: And DeBro, uh, you were somebody very in on whoever the second guy was, and it was Tank for you yep. in draft season. But now, obviously, it seems yep. like Dearness Johnson is that guy. That being said, since you coveted that role of the number two guy in Jacksonville, is Dearness Johnson someone to covet?
3: I think he absolutely is, and I'll make I'll, I'll also double down and say that. Even if you don't have ETN, I think that he needs to be picked up. I think mm-hmm. that there's a very similar case as far as like looking at Roshan, looking at Tajay. We know the Jacksonville Jaguars offense is explosive. They could put up points. It seems like at this point of the season, they're actually finding themselves. Trevor Lawrence is playing better. So touchdown equity goes up and the schedule lines up pretty good. Cause I actually, at the top of my head, I didn't know what the Jacksonville Jaguars rest of season schedule looked like, but after they play the Bengals, it's a really nice rushing matchup schedule. So if ETN were to miss any time because he has the rib issue, you get banged up running between the tackles. Not crazy to say that. This schedule is beautiful, guys. Like after they play the Bengals, they get the Browns. You can run on them. The Ravens, you can run on them. Tampa Bay, uh, Chuba Hubbard just rolled up a hundred freaking rushing yards. So we need to kind of look at what their run defense looks like. And the Panthers. So anything happens to ETN, you need to have Dearness on your roster
1: uh maybe a guy we don't need to have on our rosters anymore Miles Sanders uh Chuba Hubbard another big game for him uh, but Miles Sanders mm-hmm. still almost 50% rostered, still in leagues uh De'Bro, is it time to drop him for guys like Spears for guys like Roshan and even Dearness gone 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 mm-hmm. I mean this was my
3: worry about like anybody that was holding on to hope because I saw some things out there like oh Deuce Staley's gone unleashing Miles Sanders It's like do you not understand that Deuce Staley's like actually like Miles was Sanders', the Sanders uh, guy? That was Stan? why everybody liked Sanders like that in the offseason
1: was because of That him. was his dude. right? Yeah. Like, so
3: now he's gone.
1: Chuba might get all the work and oh, what happened? <laughs> That's exactly what happened. So bye-bye, Miles. Pat, same thing about Miles. Is he gone kicking to the curb? Yeah.
2: Miles Sanders played half as many snaps as mm-hmm. Chuba Hubbard yesterday, and it's it's not an offense that can support two fantasy-relevant right. running backs.
1: All right. Let's talk uh, reminders, too, because I know they were on buys, but we were talking about these guys. Ty Chandler still floating out there in 70% of leagues. He's just 31% rostered on sleeper. And Keaton Mitchell still 51%. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why that is. But go get him now. Now is the time to do this coming out (laughs) of this pie, too, because we don't know what that backfield is going to look like. So be proactive. I know we've been talking about it. We talked about him last week and the week before. I can't believe those numbers are what they are still. So go be an active manager. Uh, Also, be active this holiday season and get some gifts that are outside the box. We're going to talk about a few here today. And one of them is, of course, Tickets And I love live events. Debro knows it, Pat knows it. I go to concerts, I go to everything. But the thing is, I hate the hidden fees. They suck. And customer service is terrible at a lot of these places too that do the tickets. So I discovered Fanimal and Fanimal has tickets to everything. Concerts, festivals, basketball games, baseball games, hockey, and of course the NFL, which I'm sure there's a lot of Jets fans looking to sell some tickets so you can go to the Jet game anytime you want. There are no fees too, which is great. So the price you see is actually the price you pay, which is very refreshing. And you heard it here first. Fanimal is the cheapest place on the internet to get tickets and we've all experienced how painful it is to coordinating going to live events with friends there's always somebody's gotta put all the money up front and you gotta chase everybody for money on the back end you don't have to do that because Fanimal has a group purchase system that makes it easy to split payments with your friends so nobody's left holding the bag you don't have to commit until your friends do and you just pick the seats pick how many tickets you want and you pay for yourself and then you send the link to your friends and then every time someone joins your group Everyone gets charged separately and your tickets are all secured. Plus you can stack cash by inviting friends, 10 bucks. Every time you invite someone to join a group, there you go, baby. So if you haven't already go check out Fanimal, they've got amazing customer service. And again, don't take my word for it. Go check out their hundreds of five-star reviews. And next time you need tickets, Don't worry about the big-ticket places, all that stuff. Go right to Fanimal.com or download the Fanimal app and use that promo code Pros. That's Pros for $20 off your first purchase. So check them out today. Get that Fanimal on and experience more. Let's experience some wide receivers here. Wide receivers. Let's start with Jamison Williams, because this is fun. Jamison Williams is not a volume guy. We know this. Jamison Williams is a big play guy. Two out of the last three weeks, he had big plays for touchdowns. And guess what? He finished as a low-end wide receiver, too, in both those weeks. Now, you might say, Pat, that that's hard to rely on. However... It's becoming more frequent as Jamison Williams is on the field more and more every week now. So that being said, is Williams a guy that we look at him rostered and still just 40 percent of leagues that people should be looking to add for that explosiveness
2: in their flex spots? I'm not really interested in him, Joe. Okay. It's the trapdoor floor that scares me. Okay. You just In the most important weeks of the fantasy season, it's really hard to start a guy who could very conceivably give you two or fewer fantasy points. Uh, but like, I, I think we're encouraged because it was looking like Jameson might be a bust for a while. And now I think he is piquing our interest for 2024. But for 2023, no thank you.
1: All right. So he's a pass D bro. You've had Jameson Williams love in the past. Is it still alive? Mm. Does the candle still burn?
3: No, I've had to snuff it out. Oh, that's very sad. That is very sad. But at this point of the season, I had a lot of faith whenever I saw his snap share going up and I was like, okay, could we see the breakout? But the problem is the targets haven't followed. I mean, yes. Like he's, he's settled into this mid fifties to like low sixties snap rate, but Tell me, like, do we feel good about any of these target totals since he's been in that two, three, three, one? If he
1: didn't score the rushing touchdown last week, we wouldn't even be discussing him right now, guys. Okay, All right. Let's talk about Tutu Atwell because Puka Naku had a huge game. Cooper Cup did get a touchdown, but it was a short touchdown. And anybody watching that game had to understand that. Cooper Cup does not look like Cooper Cup. He does not have that Mm -hmm. same get off the line. He does not have that same ability to get open because of these ankle sprains that he suffered. So that being said, is this a guy worth cuffing? Because, you know, Puka did have that rib injury. He left the game. He came back. Pat, do you think maybe that Tutu is another guy you might want to stash? Because we saw when it was Tutu and just one other guy that Tutu is a part of the offense.
2: Right. Yeah, we did see that earlier in the season, Joe, and we don't typically talk about handcuffs at the wide receiver no. position, but I do think Tutu is, a, you know, maybe should be particularly appealing for stakeholders in Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup in case they lose one of those guys uh, at well as a guy who, you know, might appreciate and value on your bench in the next week or two uh, were there to be an injury to one of those starting receivers.
1: Debro, Do you think the same way too? I mean, we kind of know it's, you know, it's such a heavy target offense for one or two receivers. Like that's how they operate. It's what they do. It's how the Rams are built. You know, where the ball is going is just try to stop them. That being said with Cooper cup, looking the way he did <clears throat> with Puka Nakua almost going out of this game and him having an injury history in college and a few injuries mm-hmm. he's dealt with already this season. Is this a wise stash in those deeper leagues?
3: I think it is, Joe. I think putting out, like, 1% to 2%, like, just throwing out. I mean, Tutu, if he's out there, the other thing about it is you probably just could get him after waivers run. Like, nobody's going to probably go out there and want him, especially with Nakua. If Nakua would not have come back to the game, we can make more of a case of, like, okay, get him before waivers and stuff, but you could probably still get him even after waivers run. And yes, we've seen the spike weeks with two two. the other thing I want to throw out here is the schedule. So mm-hmm. you want to be looking at these playoff weeks, man, like, okay, they got the Ravens coming up next week. Not great. But after that commanders. Okay. Mm, very nice. Two, two at well, wide receiver one for the Rams versus the commanders. It could interest me in that uh, after that, they get the saints. Eh, it's kind of iffy, but then they get the giants, Right there in crunch time, baby. So, yes, if Cooper Cup is still looking like this unfortunate version of Cooper Cup this year and Puka Nakua goes out with any type of injury, Tutu could be very live as a wide receiver three moving forward, especially in those type of
1: matchups. Now, Jonathan Mingo, we dismissed last week, but then the coaching change happened immediately after the show. And Jonathan Mingo did have the best game of his career, 10 targets, six catches, 69 yards. He finishes wide receiver 27 and a half PPR, just nine points. I know the offense has a lot of issues, but this is another rookie situation, a rookie that a lot of people liked. And we always see this towards the end game of a season that some of these rookies really start to figure it out. Is Mingo one of those guys for you, DeBro? Because clearly he's available. He is rostered in just 17 percent of leagues right now.
3: Yeah, I think he's worth a min bid. Like I would put him in the same kind of uh, the air of Tutu Atwell. I'm not going to go out there and spend more than like 1 to 2% of my fab. I think that he has shown you the floor. The, what I question is what, what's the ceiling? Like can he get any touchdowns? Can Bryce Young throw any touchdowns? Like I think that he falls into kind of like that deeply maybe 12 team and you're kind of hurting flexed conversation mm-hmm. uh, because he has shown the ability to put up usable scores. Like in three of the last six games, he's had four grabs and at least 60 yards. You throw a touchdown on any one of those, we're talking like maybe he's a high end three, low end two, but again, questioning the touchdowns. So I think he's worth the pickup. It just
1: depends on your roster and the league size. I think that's unfair. Bryce Young throws a lot of touchdowns just to the other team. So, uh, oh, oh. Pat oh, Morris. Oh, that was a slow your burn. thoughts on Jonathan Mingo. Tell me where I'm telling lies, D. Tell him I'm telling lies. You're not. All You're right. Not. That's <laughs> a so, uh, Pat, your thoughts on Mingo coming off his best performance as a pro.
2: No really soft matchups for him the rest of the way is what's Mm -hmm. concerning. Uh, Saints, Falcons, Packers, Jaguars, not ideal. And um, you said it, Joe, like he just had his best game. It was 69 yards on 10 targets. That's 6.9 yards per target. Not very good. Uh, The value of a target in Carolina is just not what it is in San Francisco or Buffalo or Houston or Green Bay. So um
1: <laughs> I'm lucky he slid Ooh, that in there. Man, yeah. uh,
2: mm. so, so I'm I'm not all that interested in Mingo. Okay. Just right. a minimum bid. Like he should be Ooh. rostered in most leagues, but okay. uh you know, I, I don't know if you're gonna be wanting to pull him out in a playoff game.
3: Fair I enough. love a good subtle fitzy mic drop. Yeah, that just, was nice. Just slide mm. that right in there.
1: So subtle. Mm. Uh Elijah Moore. Uh, Things that I did not think I'd be talking about again, Elijah Moore and Joe Flacco. Those are two things I did not have uh, on my bingo card for 2023 that uh, were going to come together again. But they did. Uh, He came together for 12 targets. Now, he only caught four of them, but 12 by far the biggest workload in terms of targets that he has had so far. Um, That is very encouraging. Pat, is there a possibility as we look to Jacksonville, Chicago, Houston, and then, you know, the Jets in week 17 That Elijah Moore could, at the end of the day, somehow find fantasy relevance again. He is rostered in just 40-ish percent of leagues right now. Do you think Joe Flacco can, can resurrect my dude who I was so excited about and he just did nothing all year?
2: Look, Joe, I mean, uh, Joe Flacco and uh, Elijah Moore have this residual chemistry from their time in New York. They've have, they've have this uh Walter White Jesse Pinkman thing <laughs> going on. here So, um, yeah, <laughs> like
1: equally I, destructive and toxic. And, <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: fair. That's very fair. Yes, and, but we saw Amari Cooper leave with a concussion, like uh, again, leaving his status in doubt, and if he's not playing, in week fourteen, it's possible Elijah Moore is getting like ten or twelve targets from Joe Flacco. So, like, I am kind of interested in Elijah Moore. It's it's weird that he has only really fired with Joe Flack. Well, I mean, there might have been a, no. A we Mike had some White Mike White, game. White games. There yeah, was a Mike White. There were some. Yeah, there might have the, even been a. Um, was there a Josh Johnson game where there Elijah was a, Moore Johnson Moore, there too. Was yeah, a Josh Johnson game? Yeah. The
1: ghosts it, of quarterbacks past. No New York kidding. Jets. <laughs>
3: All of I mean, which this... would still have been better than Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle this year. Oh <laughs> my God. Yeah, well, let's not forget. Jordan Simeon so...
2: did
1: get in the game too
2: yesterday. So let's not forget. It's, it's rekindling our interest in Elijah Moore. It should. Like, he, with the right quarterback, he, he's a decent receiver. And D- uh, like, he's kind of the only show in town if uh, Amari Cooper doesn't play this week. Debro, Bro, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I yeah. feel like that Ricky Morty
1: meme he's like son of a bee, I'm in like let's do this. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I, dude, I mean I look, I
3: talked about it last week in the matchup show. I, t- I mean, people can go back and track my bets. I hit the the hat trick on Joe Flacco overs this week, which is is nasty, but hey, money's money, so you got to love that. But with all of this, Joe Flacco looked pretty damn good considering all the things in this game. I understand like okay, they fell apart at the end of the game, but the, for most of that game Joe Flacco looked like a serviceable NFL quarterback and if he's going to be feeding Elijah Moore targets i think that we have to be interested here i mean let's let's not underscore this elijah moore had a 27% target share last week that's awesome man mm-hmm. like he converts at least half those targets and I understand we we could talk about same thing with Jonathan Mingo, the quality of the targets, but he converts half of those. He gets in the end zone. We're talking about a wide receiver two. That's wide receiver two type of volume. And the matchups upcoming are pretty damn good. Like Jacksonville, Chicago, they've been playing a lot better, but then he gets Houston after that. Who's their secondary has been struggling. And we know it's going to be a back and forth matchup because CJ Stroud doesn't matter who the hell they're rolling out there with him. He's going to put up points. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Elijah Moore needs to be picked up, man. I mean, like I've got him as a, a two to 4% bid only because what if Amari Cooper plays, Amari Cooper comes back, target share goes back in his direction, but could you go more aggressive like Pat's talking about, like, what, six to seven percent, Pat? Like, I'm, I'm not against that Alden either. I think
1: Cooper's presence kills more. I think in some ways it actually That's opens fair. up more for That's him. Fair. So I, I think either way, more is in uh, Noah Brown. This is a controversial guy because he's rostered in almost 50 percent of leagues. And with a tankdale injury, a lot of people are going to say, oh, Noah Brown, that should be a guy that we should be picking up. But Debro, you have some mixed results and feelings about this Texans wide receiver situation. Nico, obviously, was tremendous yesterday. But what are your thoughts on Noah Brown and the rest of this bunch?
3: Uh, Noah Brown should be a priority add. I mean, CJ Stroud has been the tie that raises all ships, man. Like what have we seen out of Noah Brown in previous weeks, whenever he was a featured part of the offense, S- massive splash mm-hmm. weeks, massive, big performances. He could settle in and be a weekly wide receiver three. I mean, who else is catching balls right there outside of Nico Collins, which Nico just had himself a day I as sure being the dude. Like Noah Brown could be the running mate for the rest of the season. And CJ Stroud has been the truth all year. So we're talking about the wide receiver too. If I were to rewind this and go back to August and I was telling you, Noah Brown needs to be a priority ad because CJ Stroud is that freaking guy. People would be like,
1: mm, I, don't, I don't know about
3: that. But that's where we're at guys. Okay, This is uh, a passing offense to always invest in. Pat, do you feel the same way about Noah Brown?
2: I do. It, it makes sense. Noah Brown smashed before when there were injury opportunities for him, uh, injury related opportunities. So I, I do think he's worth adding. Um, yeah, I, I think he's one of the most attractive wide receivers available this week.
3: One other thing to throw on top of this, because I know people are going to look at Noah Brown's two targets and say, eh, what about that? He was a full-time wide receiver last week. He immediately stepped back in and played a full-time role, whereas Robert Woods and John Mechie split snaps last week. So Noah Brown, the targets weren't there, but the playing
1: time absolutely was. you, know, you got to be on the field to be fantasy productive. By the way, uh, some bye week holdovers, too, that might still be floating out there on the waiver wire. Khalil Shakir, Jalen uh, Hyatt, Odell Beckham, and Rashad Bateman of the Ravens, all guys we talked about last week, roster percentage hasn't changed still available out there alec pierce uh pat was that a one-off should we chase it
2: yeah he was like wide receiver 89 and a half point ppr Uh, scoring coming into the week so Yeah. yeah. yeah All right. Just want to just want to check with the boys
1: because I know a lot of people see that Alec Pierce. People start running over there. It's still the Michael Pittman show. Last time I checked. How about Shane Steichen? And how about Gardner Minshew, by the way? How about that? Oh, team? baby. My teams that are still on the playoff. I know. Playoff team. Playoff hunt is for good mm-hmm. times, man. Uh, now, if you're looking for something relevant this holiday season, too, and it's hard because you're always trying to find gifts that are a little out of the box, gifts that are personal, gifts that actually mean something. I got to recommend to you the skylight frame this holiday season because it is tremendous. And, and basically, you know what this is, is a, it's a digital frame where you can upload pictures and they cycle through and it's got all kinds of incredible um, bells and whistles to it as well. But uh, that's the hard part is you're always looking for something that fits everybody. Like you're saying, oh, this person's hard to buy for and you want to get something personal. And I think the skylight frame is a great way to do that. I got my parents one a couple years ago. It's tremendous. You get pictures of the kids you can upload to it so they can see them cycling through as opposed to just that one still frame that's out there. You've got multiple pictures going and cycling through. So if it's for the grandparents, if it's for your parents, if it's for somebody, you know, who just had a baby, right? They can't get enough of their own kid and they want to like show them up all the time or her up all the time. It's a great gift for anybody out there. So if you haven't already, go check out the Skylight Frames because I know everybody's always racking their brain trying to find the perfect gift. Uh, I'm going to send Derek Brown one of just pictures of myself. I was going to say that. I was going to say I was going to
3: load one up with 10 pictures of me. 10, not
1: 100 of me. And, uh, you know, but again, thoughtful. And it's way better than, you know, uh, a lot of the other frames you have. Because, again, it's just... That one picture, in that one moment, you can get multiple memories, multiple moments. And I think that is what makes Skylight special. So go check it out right now. You can set it up in portrait or landscape. It's got the 15 inch frame. It could be wall mounted even. So it didn't have to sit on the mantle. It could sit somewhere else right on the wall. Uh, again, it's really just different. It's a it's a gift above. It's personal. I think it's something that you all should look into this holiday season. If you're looking for a gift that really means Ooh. something for somebody. So go check it out. Special limited time offer, too, for our listeners. $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash fantasy to get $15 off your purchase. Again, that's skylightframe.com slash fantasy fantasy. S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot slash fantasy. And you have $15 off. That's pretty good. So go check it out today. Go make that order and give something really special and unique this holiday season to someone you care about. It's skylightframe.com slash fantasy. Yes. Ma- two right. things there. Yes, dear.
3: Um, One, yes. uh, I feel like I need this mounted on my desk. And two, if you are <laughs> going to send me this. Mm-hmm. Can I get some of the professional headshots, the the Joe P oh, like you the can do the Jerry Zoolander like the years. Where you
1: where you <laughs> I was where Blue you're st- Steel before Blue Steel was I, I was fixing to say, I have am seen these Blue professional headshots where you yeah. look like Blue mm-hmm. Steel and you're like it's staring not into my like, soul. That's my resting face. My resting, I have resting blue steel face. <laughs> Smoldering, That's, resting face. I can't help it, man. I can't help it. I'm <laughs> just an intense smolder. looking fellow when I'm looking straight directly at you. I'm all smiley here. So you so like I'm MPH off of how
3: I met your mother. You, t- you never take a bad Dude, picture. I'm going to send you, no you some
1: sports things of mine. I'll send you some old <laughs> classical theater things. It's going to be a whole tribute to Joe oh, Pisa beyond the Sky Life Frame. And you know what? If you want to do something fun like that with the Sky Life Frame, go do it because it's a good time. Quarterbacks, tight ends, and
4: defenses.
1: All right, let's run through the streams of the week real quick, and then we'll run through the top waiver priorities and hit a mailbag. So let's do this quickly, gentlemen. Quarterback, who do you want to stream this week? Pat Fitzmaurice, you go first
2: was someone just mentioning Shane Steichen and Gardner Minshew. It's uh, Minshew mania this week. Great matchup against the Bengals. And uh, Minshew has just been really competent. Plus, I don't think the Colts really have the luxury of rolling out a very run-heavy game plan with only Zach Moss and just Trey Sermon behind him. Like, I I don't think they do that. I think they have to be at least balanced, if not a little bit pass-heavy. So I really like Minshew for this week as a streamer. Debro, bro week
3: 14 QB stream is if he's out there and he might be because he's only 45% rostered in some leagues, Josh Dobbs, man, if he comes in and he he's even going to play though, like it, they were it, talking it's about an if. possibly it's an, benching him. It's an if, but look, if Kevin O'Connell believes that the truth and the answer is Jaron Hall or Nick Mullins, that we, we have bigger problems than Minnesota <laughs> brewing. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> right, so who, Josh Dobbs needs to be starting. So who's the
1: tight end stream of the week in week 14, Derek?
3: Uh, For me, it's Gerald Everett, who who shall not be named. I I have not mentioned his name on this podcast since the offseason. Pat's chuckling because every single week, Pat's like, man, what about waivers? We got to talk about Gerald Everett. I'm like, Gerald Everett's not playing snaps. I can't talk about a guy who's not playing snaps. But we saw last week, 63% of the snaps. The matchup is fantastic. Denver, it's all things, everything tight end. They've given up the most fantasy points per game, the most receiving yards per game. So, yes, Yes, Fitzy,
1: I'm going to mention Gerald Everett this week. All right, Fitz, how about you? Who's the guy at the uh, tight end that's in for you this week?
2: Isaiah Likely um, is still not as widely rostered as he should be. Really nice matchup against the Rams, who've given up the sixth most fantasy points to tight ends. And I think the Ravens are going to want to get Likely involved in the passing game anyway. Streaming defense of the week for week 14 is who, Pat? Saints uh, versus Mm -hmm. Carolina. What's nice is that the Saints get the Panthers at home this week and then stay at home against the Giants so you can play them the next two weeks, uh, (laughs) have them get you through, you know, the, the end of the regular season and the first week of the fantasy playoffs
1: all right D bro how about you give me a guy uh excuse me a, a defense this week to stream in week 14 yeah I'll give you a collection of guys they're oh, all in the Colts
3: so I mean we're, we're a pro Colts podcast apparently we man we yeah. talk about Gardner Minshew we've been loving on Zach Moss man it's so uh, giving away Jonathan Taylor jerseys because he doesn't need it, apparently. But with Indy, this defense, it should have another good week versus Cincinnati. Their pass defense has really come along since week seven. Lowest pass rating allowed, 12th row lowest yards per attempt. So, yeah, I think they can uh, make some noise.
1: All right, let's make some noise with our top five ads of
3: the week. D-Bro, kick us off. Uh, number one, I'm going to go find the puke Say basket Say his somewhere. name.
1: Say Ugh. his name. Don't want to
3: feed him
1: feed him seek
3: yeah Zeke. all That's right. right zeke's number one for the week number two tajay spears number three roshan johnson number four isaiah likely and number five a guy we barely mentioned on here is khalil shakir matchups upcoming are fantastic grab him now play chess not checkers
1: okay yeah. pat uh what game do you want to play with the top five waiver ads of the week
2: Oh, I guess I'm playing Mimic D, bro, because it's pretty similar mm. in the first four spots, exactly similar, actually. Ezekiel Elliott, Tyjay Spears, Roshan Johnson, Isaiah Likely. Then I was torn between Elijah Moore and Noah Brown for this last spot. I'm gonna mm. go with Jesse Pinkman. Elijah Moore, it is <laughs> at number it. five. Let's do it.
3: Does that uh, make Joe Flacco Walter White? It uh, does. Uh, yes. I <laughs> the Look, old he mentor looked, of he course. looked good
1: he looked comfortable he did he looked good he, he did. was all right i mean i get a little bit more practice time i think could be better days ahead man mm-hmm. i don't know why i just i'm, I'm the loki of fantasy and, and bending and stuff i just want chaos i want joe flacco to quarterback the browns in a playoff game i just i want to oh, see that, that i want to see it nice. this year I, 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 and play soul. the ravens oh, 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 i don't even think oh, about oh, that would be even better oh, let's go all right, let's get out of here in a listener mailbag. Again, fantasypros.com slash chat. Our Discord is free to join to so go join it today. Listener mailbag. This one is from Kaz Dot. So Gaz Dot wants to know, as the ATN owner, should I be cuffing Bigsby or Johnson rest of season? I currently have Bigsby, but Johnson just came onto waivers, waiver. So I think this is pretty clear, right? Ernest is the guy we'd rather have. Yes, gentlemen. Yep. 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 Yeah. There you He's go, Gaz. said Bigsby. Gazdo or Gazdat, I don't know how you say it. There you go. Go get DeErnest. And of course, go get your waiver wire on at fantasypros.com because we've got the best waiver wire content in the history of the universe every single week. And it gets updated to our waiver rankings, the waiver article by Pat and DeBro and our incredible team at Fantasy Pros all going out there. Don't forget, like this video. Subscribe to the channel, drop a comment below, and you could win a DK Metcalf jersey. That's a perfect gift for the holidays for yourself or someone you know, a Seattle Seahawks fan, perhaps, or somebody that just got destroyed in fantasy by DK Metcalf last week. (laughs) Either way, it's a great gift. And uh, again, just hang with us all the time. Click that notifications button. Ring that bell. So, you know, every time a piece of content drops here on the Fantasy Bros YouTube channel and it's a holiday season, leave a nice review. Wherever you get your podcast, if it's the you know you've been listening all season long, I see all you people on the Spotify's and everything talking about how much you listen to the Fantasy Pros podcast. We appreciate you. We know there's a lot of fantasy football podcasts out there, and we are your 101, and we love that, and we appreciate that. So go take that time, drop a nice review wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, it doesn't matter. Just drop the review. We appreciate all of you. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for Derek Brown and Pat Fitzmorris. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time,
4: kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. If you love the show, the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts at fantasypros.com slash review or on Spotify. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasypros.